You're listening to Two Gomers Run a Marathon, the Sub 5 Strive, a podcast about two normal guys doing something abnormal as fast as they possibly can. This is episode 6 for the week ending Sunday, January 23rd, 19 weeks to the race. I've been roaming around, always looking down at all I see. Welcome everybody to this, the sixth episode of Two Gomers Run a Marathon, the Sub 5 Strive. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned gomers coming to you from St. Petersburg, Florida with my friend Steven all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. How you doing, dude? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. Ready for the big episode. Yeah. Real big. As big as Tom Hanks. <laughs> he wasn't really big in that movie, though. He's not a big guy. Right. Yeah. Well, he's actually super like young and thin in that movie. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like the opposite of big. But I guess um, compared to his uh, 13-year-old self, big. Right. He's huge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, okay, real quick on the big thing. Yes. Because um, I think actually we could do an hour-length podcast on, on big. <laughs> probably. Um, I mean, it, it's probably, it, it's definitely in my top 10 movies. Yeah. Uh, like, I like I like the dad from Home Alone is in big. Oh, yeah. He's this boss, right? Yeah, no, he's like a a coworker. Oh yeah, the jerky coworker. Yeah, he's like yep. his office is bigger than my office. <laughs> What's his um, name? John Head, something like that. John Hurd. Hurd, that's right. Yep. yep. Yeah, I I like him. Mm-hmm, um, me too. He's he's always plays good bits. Battlestar Galactica. Oh yeah, good stuff. Um, but I got the twentieth anniversary DVD. Oh. Uh, whenever the twentieth anniversary is. Several years ago. Wait, dude, speaking of anniversaries, 25th anniversary, actually, this is a super sad one, but 25th anniversary of the Challenger. No way. um, I think is this week. Whoa. Yeah. So. We're uh, old. What's weird. Yeah. What's weird about that is like, I remember watching that on TV because I was sick that day. Oh. um, See, I feel like I remember watching it at school. Yeah. I'm sure you were watching it at school. Totally. Yeah. Okay. So. That I mean that 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 means we're old because we can physically remember things that are twenty five years old. <laughs> yeah. Also, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles twenty fifth anniversary. Ah, and Back to the Future's in there somewhere. Yep, yep. Um, but I got the twenty fifth or the twentieth anniversary DVD of of Big. Oh yeah. Um, with tons of like cut scenes. Ooh. Um, stuff like that. But dude, yes. pretty much they were all so dumb. <laughs> I know. There's a reason why those scenes get cut. Yeah. Like, I said the same thing that you said. Ooh, I must have that. <laughs> and and, and uh, just like the cut scenes from Amadeus, like the full, full length. Yeah. I hated all those almost. Yep, I remember you saying that. Like, kind of ruined the movie. And so this sort of, I was like, ew. <laughs> Will we ever learn? Because the, the cut scenes are extra dated. Yeah. Um, because they don't have the nostalgia to kind of get rid of the feeling that it's super old movie. Right. And usually cutscenes are super boring. Yep. Like, totally ugh, boring. Get, get to the part I remember. I know. And kind of depressing, <laughs> you know, cause usually they're boring. So, yep. There you go. Um, speaking, speaking of movies. Yep. Um, the Oscar nominations came out this morning. Should we do a little bit of Oscar chat? Oh yeah. Good idea. Okay. Let's play the jingle. Ready? One. Oscar chat. Um, the problem with the Oscar nominations for me this year, and I've, I'm a little sheepish to admit this, but I've only seen three of them. 
Hmm. Well, now they have 10, right? <laughs> right, exactly. So so before you would have seen 60%, <laughs> which is pretty good. Yeah, now I've seen 33%. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, no, but just 30%. I, I want, oh, yeah, 30%. I want <laughs> to see most of them. Does that yep. count? Yeah, yeah. Well, you probably will see most of them. Yeah. Once they're on Netflix instant streaming in about seven years. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have to wait until they're on um, Fox at noon on Sunday. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when a football game gets canceled, they start playing right. the fighter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, but we called it Toy Story 3. Mm-hmm. Got a nod. There's no way it's going to win. Yeah, that's too bad, but... Um, it won't, I mean, I'm guessing, well, everyone was saying the social network would win. Um, but then the King's speech got like 12 nominations. So that might win. I yep. don't know. But I, I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen the King's speech. I want to, you know, that's um, one that you should get your butt to the theater and see. Yeah. Have like, you seen it? Yeah. That was honestly one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Okay. I better do that. Amazing use of music. Mm-hmm. Like they they use like real, like not not real sorry film composers, but like they use Mozart and Beethoven and Tchaikovsky and right right yeah like amazing nice you you got it dude Colin Firth is unbelievable okay so good and that yeah. the guy that's his speech therapist is is amazing too and I love that kind of stuff so yep. I should definitely go out and see it and I really want to see True Grit in the theater oh yeah I saw that one too. Oh, you jerk. Yes. But did you see the 3D Owl movie last nope. October? Nope. I can't believe it wasn't nominated. <laughs> I also didn't see Tangled either. <laughs> Another snub. And Tron, why didn't they nominate that? <laughs> I mean, it was so big. Yeah. Actually, Tron was pretty it. sweet. I liked it, yeah. But you felt kind of sick afterwards. I did. But I think that's because we had, like, had four meals that day right <laughs> fourth meal yeah we had about four meals together and then watched a 3d movie imax like sitting super close <laughs> yep uh it was fun though oh for sure all right dude well um we'll probably do some more oscar chat well maybe we won't we'll see because yeah. we have some special announcements to make this big episode right yep Mm-hmm. Um, so people need to stick around because um, you, you normally do the teasers and we can get back to those in a second. But right. we're going to have uh, an an epic announcement, a move that bus kind of announcement mm-hmm. for the podcast. And yep. it's a possible way uh, for us to have our biggest group run ever. Yeah. Our biggest meeting of the Gomers. So you're going right. to stick around. Yeah. So we there's been things in the works. If you've been listening between the lines, maybe you've realize that some new things in the works yep. that have all developed from this dinner we had at pf chang's over christmas we'll talk more about that later yep um but there are other things that have kind of i don't know been an impetus to that yeah and we want to focus on that in our episode so we're going to do a real quick week in review yep really quick songs to run to and then yep. we're going to head right over to listener feedback that's where we're going to spend um a huge bulk of our time in this episode uh, so that we can get to the big announcement at the very end. So everybody's got to stick around for that for sure. Nice. Should uh, we play our real quick songs to run to teasers? Do them real quick. Okay. Here's my song to run to teaser. Ooh la la. And here's your song to run to teaser. Yeah, yeah.
Okay, let's go to our real quick weeks in review. Hey, how's it going over there in the super quick weeks in review? <laughs> All right, here we are in the lightning round of the weeks in review. Oh. And uh, Stephen, why don't you just get us started? How has your week and or weeks been? Well, this is a this is a good week to do a lightning round. Yep. Because not much has happened. Okay. After the race, you know, I'm yep. I'm not quite sure how long you're supposed to rest, but yeah. I I took six days. Okay. I, and that th- I felt good about that. Yeah. Like after running real hard, doing an almost sub two. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not going to complain about that anymore. But uh, it was it took a lot out of me, and so I was just like, I'll just take a rest. And so nice. I have run two. I've done two runs since the race, one three mile and one two mile. They have been brutal because of the elevation change. Oh yeah, I bet. But it's good to be back out there. I've got some soreness still, but otherwise, uh, I'm ready for the next challenge. Nice, awesome, dude. And of course, we'll talk about that pretty soon. What exactly that is? <laughs> yeah, geez, how much teasing are we gonna do on that? Gosh. <laughs> I like to tease. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so that that's all I got. A nice week of rest, followed by two difficult runs, but I kind of was expecting that, and um, I'm I'm ready for the next thing. So yeah. So how's your week been, dude? I've been doing pretty well, man. Um, sticking with my discipline in 2011. Yeah. Um, going pretty well. Um, I got I have three quick things to talk about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Discipline, I'm finding more and more as if this is some new revelation. Yeah. Um, but isn't about immediate results, mm. I feel like. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like sometimes you're doing discipline. Like, sometimes you're just putting in the miles. Right. You're just trying to eat better. You're just trying to practice. You're trying to do whatever. Yeah. Um, because even if what you did for a week doesn't seem like you get better. Yeah. It just, it builds and builds and it, and uh, you just get better over time, I think. Right. Like, um, you know, slow moves or, you know, whatever, <laughs> um, from contact. Baby steps. Uh, baby steps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's kind of like when I teach bassoon lessons, uh-huh. I'm like, you teach for like 50 minutes to an hour. Yeah. And it's not like the student is instantly like can play the Mozart bassoon concerto. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, but over the course of years, Mm-hmm. You know, you notice differences and yeah. improvements. So that's kind of what I feel like with discipline lately yeah. is just doing it, even though I don't see immediate results. Which is difficult, but yeah, you're not really going to see difficult. results unless you keep doing it. Yeah. And I'm seeing results. It's not that I'm not. Um, the the other two things, uh-huh. um, Aaron and I are ramping up for the Gasparilla half marathon. Are you going to run that? Yeah. I'll do oh, it. I'm so jealous. Um, but I'm not gonna do the Bud Light challenge, which is um, the multiple race thing. Yeah, so that's the 15k and the 5k on Saturday, right? And then the the half marathon on Sunday. Um, really wanted to, but I have three Beethoven nine performances that weekend also. <laughs> okay. Um, and besides that, I think even just running a half marathon will be plenty. Yeah. And when so, is that? In March? February 26th, I believe. Okay. Cool. Um, so this is Aaron's yearly half marathon. Right. So, um, and then lastly, okay, dude, I'm, I'm putting this out there. Okay. This is me following your lead at being a risk taker. Okay. I didn't want to tell the nation this, but I actually did sign up for Weight Watchers officially. 
whoa, you paid the money and everything? Yep. Because you get a free sign up and then it's 50 bucks for three months. Okay. Which is not bad at all. And and this um, is because of your ridiculous resolution. My, yeah, this is for my you lose 20.11 in 2011. Right. So pretty pumped about it. Already been doing it for a little while. Um, nice. I think I've already already down four or five. Ooh, sweet. Um, but I just I wanted to put that risk out there and that accountability out there, and everybody probably thinks I'm crazy <laughs> for paying money for that. No, but you no. know what? I want to lose twenty point one one for real this time. Yeah, and so. you got to put your money where your mouth is. Yep, exactly. So sweet, here you dude. go. Weeks in review. Nice. Lightning round. Not bad. We almost did 30 seconds each. <laughs> That's what's on our notes. 30 seconds apiece. Yeah, right. Here's what mine would sound like if it was 30 seconds. Yeah, reading my notes. Discipline. Can't see immediate results. Like teaching. Ramping up with E for Gasparilla. Weight Watchers. <laughs> I understood. So if you want to edit that as it. That's okay. fine. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, let's do some songs to run to. Okay, sounds good. And now it's time for songs to run to. All right, lightning round of songs to run to. We uh, obviously have things to get to here. Yep. Um, in listener feedback. So, Anthony, what's your song to run to this week? All right, we've mentioned this song before, uh-huh. but I just wanted to make it official. In my orchestra, we just played a concert of all Queen music. Of course you did. The band Queen, yeah, because that's that's what you think of when you think of symphony orchestra. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, but just one of our classic, like, pop shows. We had this, uh, like, cover band that was really good. Yeah. Amazing drummer. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, so Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody. Ooh, an epic song. Yeah, I mean, this one's nice and long, uh-huh. lots of different sections. Yep. Uh, it might not be the funnest at the beginning, if that's a word, funnest. Yeah. But, because um, it starts, you know, kind of acapella and sure. you know, very operatic in a way. Yeah. But, I mean, come on. When the part comes, like, I see a little silhouette of a man. Like, <laughs> rock on. And then when uh, Wayne and Garth start headbanging. Yeah. Yeah. If only you could have heard that with bassoon. That was the bassoon part, dude. (laughs) So fun. I love it. So there you go. Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. It's long too, huh? Yeah, nice and long. You you know I'm all about long songs. Yep. And and you're all about songs with different sections to it, like uh, Death and All His Friends by Coldplay, remember? Yep, exactly. So, um, there you go. So th- that fits both categories. Mm-hmm. Good one, dude. Just, just fun. You could, sure. you could pair that with sail away <laughs> Ooh. as well. So that's the best idea you've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Thanks for letting me do that real quick. What is your song to run to? Mine comes from my playlist from the half marathon. Okay. And, uh, it's a band that I've mentioned before and it's this band that I wish I didn't like, but I do. Um, which is Owl City. Oh, yeah. Um, like, very produced. I don't think there's any real instruments, right? But that your first song that you shared is was, like, the song of the summer. Yeah, I know. Fireflies? Yep, totally. So this one is a, a much deeper cut. Okay. Um, it's actually, I think it's the last song on that album, Ocean Eyes. See, I can't even <laughs> say it with a straight face. So the song is called If My Heart Was a House. Um right. The reason why I like it, it's very atmospheric. But the thing that I loved about it when I was running the half marathon 
was there's a part in the chorus at the end that drops real low. Okay. And I could hear all the people's feet slapping. You know yeah. what I mean? And people cool. breathing hard. And it's yep. like this phenomenon that happens when you're in a race and you're listening to music. You forget almost that there yeah. are so many people around you. And then when the music drops or you're going from track to track, you like yep. hear it so loud in your ears. Like I am in a huge group of people all running together. And so yeah. anyways, this is a great song for me in a race because I get that little reminder in the middle. Oh, yeah, I'm in this race. And then it blasts exactly what I need. So if mm-hmm. my heart was a house, Owl City completely produced and cheese and i love it cool awesome we did is it as atmospheric as jurassic park theme played a thousand times slower <laughs> no it's not but uh thanks for that uh that little tip anthony right before this was like you gotta hear this jurassic park played a thousand times slower <laughs> it's amazing just look it up just google it it is it'll change your life <laughs> Great uh, songs to fall asleep to. Yeah, for sure. Or maybe a weird atmospheric depression run. <laughs> I don't know. I love it. In like At like 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. Um, let's get on to the listener feedback. Okay, sounds good. Ha, I'm Paula Dean from the Food Network. Listen, y'all, before the fellas get to their listener feedback, I've got a new recipe to tell you about. It's called Pancake Pooper. You take a stick of butter, large, and dip it in pancake batter, and deep fry it in peanut oil for 60 seconds. It's guaranteed to make you gain three pounds immediately and mess your pants. This is Paula Dean, y'all. <laughs> what the heck was that? I don't know. <laughs> butter and all. Here's, um, here's something about Paula Dean. Real quick, her hair color is amazing. Yeah, I don't under sure. like it's like the the purest of silvers. Uh huh. Totally. <laughs> it makes me want to say, "Dispel lock, no, we will not let you go. Let him go." Are those the words? I have no idea what the words are. I think it's Miss Miller. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they wrote that song though in middle school for Wayne's World. I wonder how they got queen to write a song for wayne's world great get yep obviously kidding sweet dude well here we are in listener feedback um and it's going to be a little bit of a bulked up listener feedback obviously Mm -hmm. basically because we've been getting some more critical reviews Mm -hmm. um and we wanted to take criticism well i guess for sure dude we've gotten some reviews as well as some emails right so um, and we could re- we could just ignore them, which I think most people probably do. Or we could like do the opposite, and they could totally get us down. So we figured instead of doing either of those things, we'd address them. And basically, I don't know how you take criticism, Anthony, mm-hmm. but what I found is helpful when I get criticism is to kind of read it through. And separate out what is important for me to act on and what isn't. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. And I know we both have a tendency to take things personally. Oh, yeah. You know, because uh, we both obviously care what people think and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going to try to take some of these, mm-hmm. turn them into great things, dude. 
Exactly. Kind of like how I took the half marathon was like, see ya, sucker. For, I, I guess in my line of work as like a public speaker, uh-huh. I get a lot of criticism. Right. For some reason, I have figured out how to take that well. Yeah. But some of these criticisms that we've gotten about the podcast, for some reason, have hit me harder. Well, I, I feel like our podcast, like in all honesty, is sounds weird. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of a labor of love. For sure. <laughs> you know, like... It's something that we really enjoy doing, mm-hmm. um, and it's something that we create and put out there. Yeah. Like, for me, for music, I'm playing what somebody else wrote, yeah. bringing my own personality to it, and obviously that's what I do for a living, and that's what I love. Right. But this is just something fun that we do, and it's something free that we do, and when people started sending us emails and, and negative comments, it's like, hey, you know, this is <laughs> something that we just do for fun. Come on. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's why I think it's been helpful for us to kind of read through these things and understand yep. how to take them. Yep. Uh, so, we just wanted to mention three kind of, uh, I, I think these are good examples of the more, the less positive reviews and emails that we've gotten and uh-huh. how we're reacting to them. And then how these things, among other things, have brought us to this big decision that we're going to reveal at the very end of the episode. Yep. Joshua Baskin Big. That's his name, huh? Josh. Josh. Joshua. (laughs) All right, dude. So the first one came off of iTunes. Not not as hard-hitting as the other one, so we wanted to start with this one. And it's Mm -hmm. called, Television is Kind of Awful. Yeah. (laughs) So I'll just read it through real quick. And people can get an idea of what we mean by, we take some things with a grain of salt and other things we want to motivate us. So this is what this person said. These guys are wholesome, honest, and sometimes motivating. Good start so far. <laughs> Sometimes motivating. <laughs> then then uh, this person says, they are total geeks for things I hate, like commodity-obsessed <laughs> consumerism, television, mm-hmm. which is kind of awful, and fast food of all things. Mm-hmm. They were better as true amateurs. Now, it seems they are a little too cocky to be 11-minute milers. I am so proud of them for overcoming the challenges they have faced, but seriously, if I ran with these guys... I would just be aggravated by their talkativeness and go a little faster to get away from them. (laughs) Uh, And then in parentheses, hence motivating. I don't know what that means. I love the Gomers. Here's here's an interesting sentence. I love the Gomers. But guys, I have to say it is going to take a little more effort on your parts to meet your goals. This podcast is more in the media, technology, or comedy vein, and only ostensibly about running. Which I think may be inherent aspects of your personalities. So there you go. That's our... I mean, the person gave us three stars, but it's not a very positive review. Right, but it is all-encompassing in lots of areas. That's for sure. I, I think the motivating thing that he was saying is uh, that um, he was annoyed. Yeah. So it would make him run faster. Right. That, that's cool. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> yes. So I think, basically, I, I think what we see in this review is... A very familiar familiar thing we've heard, which is that our podcast is not about running as much as it is about other things. Right. It's it's a buddy comedy. <laughs> right. Exactly. And so we've had people tell us maybe you should just not be a running podcast anymore. Uh huh. Um, like this person said, we're in the media, technology, or comedy vein. Uh, and we have made a very specific decision not to do that. Right. Right. We talked about that. Was that this summer mm-hmm. about like just the, the minor idea when mm-hmm. we were, you know, just 
shooting the breeze. Right. Um, should we make this the Two Gomers podcast? Yeah. And right away, we were like, that's that's dumb. Because yeah. basically, that's what it already is. Mm-hmm. But people don't just tune in to just hear us talk about random crap. There's a hook. There are a lot of comedy, in quotes, podcasts out there with just two or even one guy just yeah. just talking. Right. And we do not feel like iTunes and the podcast sphere mm-hmm. needs more of that. We actually feel like we've done a great job motivating people and uh and we want to keep going with that and like you said, keep the hook there. Yeah. You know how there are some comedies but then there's there's a heart beneath it. Yeah. And then it comes up and grips you at the end and you actually end up tearing up. Yep. You know, like that was actually the last couple episodes of How I Met Your Mother mm-hmm. was like that. Yeah. Uh, not comparing us to that <laughs> at all. Well, and I was just going to say Modern Family, which is yeah. even more. But So exactly. You're like laughing and laughing. And you're like, that actually is touching at the end. And right. it's not just frivolous. There's right. something deeper that's going on. And yeah. we really want to hold on to that. So yep. that's kind of why we haven't. And I'm sorry, this person doesn't like television. You know, if if you don't like television and you don't like to hear us talking about Apple products and you don't like to hear us talking about how we hate fast food, but we love it, then this podcast is probably not for you. <laughs> no. So um, here's the, the other thing I was wondering about what you thought about this one, Anthony, was this we're a little bit too cocky to be 11 minute milers comment. Yep. Uh, that that was a little bit of a dig, I felt like. Mm-hmm. And especially because I feel like we've been improving. Definitely. I mean, you're like a 930 miler now. Well, and so take that. But m- most of my train, most of my training runs are still around the 1030 to 11 minute mile. Yeah. But may- maybe listeners can. I don't know if I want to open this up to our other listeners, but I feel like we're pretty down on ourselves most of the time. Not <laughs> yeah. cocky. <laughs> like we mostly get yelled at because we are too uh, self-deprecating. Right. right? Yeah. So this was an interesting twist that we're too cocky to be 11 minute milers. I'm not sure what to do with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I Maybe it's just that that we've gone from being nothing or like never running at all to being 11 minute milers. Yeah. And that now we think we've arrived and we're really cool or something. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. If if that's what if that's the attitude we portray, then something is going wrong in our portrayal because that's not how we feel. Right, not at all. I certainly do not feel like we did it. I mean, yeah. we say we did it all the time. It's always a joke. Yeah. <laughs> We've Absolutely. never said we did it seriously. Right. Um, yeah, you're right. So here's the here's the thing. So those are grain of salt things, you know what I mean? Yep. But here's the thing that kind of hit home with me, and I think for you too, yes. which was this person says, I have to say it's going to take a little more effort on your parts to meet your goals. Yeah. That was the one thing that was in there that that was like, yep, mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And we know that. We knew that. And as we're going to see in the, in the next two things, mm-hmm. people calling us out on stuff that that has truth in it. Yeah. You know, for sure. And, and so my temptation was to be like, this person yeah. doesn't like television. They're mad at us. They keep going back and forth with, I love you guys, but you know what I mean? Yeah. But I can't do that 
because this person actually does have a point that it's yep. going to take a little more effort on our parts to meet our goals. And that has a lot to do with the announcement that we're going to make at the end. All right. So then the second one, mm-hmm. we got this comment buried deeply on our blog somewhere. Right. On our podcast website. Do you just want to read it? Yeah, sure. And why don't I say this first before I read this, just to give this guy the benefit of the doubt, Greg okay. in Montana, that he did the next morning after he wrote this, send an apology. Yeah, a massive apology. <laughs> and he's apologized a couple other times. Yep. And basically, it was he was apologizing for his tone and his yep. accusatory stance, I guess. Um, yep. But then he said that he would be totally okay if we used both of the comments. Um, And because it had a big effect on us, we wanted to use it. So this is from Greg in Montana. Came on January 6th, the day before you ran the race, right? Yeah. Uh And it says this. Okay, guys. After listening to this episode, I just had to say something. Steven says it all comes down to you do it or you don't do it, right? I've I've begun to really see a glaring difference between the Gomers this season in regards to that statement. Again, here we go. I love you both. Everybody always says that. I love Mm -hmm. you both. And have been with you since the beginning, so I don't want to take this as some jerk just spouting off at you, okay? But it really seems to me, and I can't imagine it isn't obvious to other listeners out there, that this season Steven has chosen the first option, do it, and Anthony has chosen the other option, don't do it, over and over. Again, I'm saying all this because I'm a huge fan and want you to see this about yourselves. Steven, I also think you cut Anthony too much slack. You're constantly saying things like, oh no, it's not that bad when you should be challenging him to step it up to the next level you're working at. I know Anthony's busy, but it sounds like Steven is too, and by my count on Twitter, Steven's run almost twice as much as Anthony this season. Don't know what you guys want to do with this info, but I hope you take it seriously and start to hold each other accountable like we the nation have come to expect and hope for ourselves. Hmm. This one was a little bit harder to take with a grain of salt. <laughs> right. So let me let me just tell you the story of of when I was reading that. Sure. So everybody knows that I am super hard on myself. Mm-hmm. Like nobody is harder on myself than me. Yeah. Uh, and Aaron is constantly building me up. And sure. Um, so it's like one a.m. Oh man. Uh, and I I had honestly been re- listening to a few of my. Like I, I, I had been listening to just some of my performances. Yeah. Um, I had been listening to my concerto and I've already listened to it like 10, 20 times. <laughs> no. Know. Why is that? Why were you doing that? Uh, because I, I like to, to analyze what I've done. Okay. But often what ends up happening at 1am is I just listen to all my mistakes and hate myself. Oh, okay. So it wasn't a motivational thing. I thought you were no. doing it to, to show yourself. I did this great thing. No. Okay. You were like, you were criticizing yourself 1 a.m. Yeah. before you were going to run a half marathon. Yeah. No, this is the day before the day before, dude. Oh, the day before this you left. Thursday. Okay, right. And I'm on my iPhone where I'm listening. Mm-hmm. And then I get, oh, we get a, we got a new comment on the Two Gomers blog podcast thing. Hooray! Uh, and, and I read that. Mm-hmm. And I'm already pretty down in the dumps. Yeah. <laughs> and... Aaron's been sleeping for a couple hours mm-hmm. and I just, I, I wanted to crawl in under, under the sheets and never come out. Yeah. It's the way I felt. Yeah. I think you do text me right then or did you wait till the next morning? 
I did because you were in St. Louis and I was thinking maybe you'd still be awake because you're at this conference. Right. But I was asleep. So I got that the next morning. Yeah. Luckily, you weren't awake. Yeah. Because I was just able to just deal it with myself. Right. Um, it's, it's not that big of a deal. We put ourselves out there. So it's it's to- we you know, it's cool to for people to send us stuff. But right. It just really cut to the core mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, you have been working really hard. Mm. Uh, and specifically in the running area, right? You have been working significantly harder than me. Uh, I w- I would put that out there and not deny that. So so I I agree. I think I've been training a little bit harder. At yep. the same time, here's the grain of salt part. I I to say that I ran twice as much as you is just wrong. Yeah. I mean, I for didn't sure. run twice as much as you, and no um. So obviously you're kind of the brunt of this email a little bit more. Right. But um, I was trying to kind of parse through what I thought about this, him saying that I cut you too much slack. Yep. And I really don't think that's the case. Some people may think that I do, but what I think is happening is we have a relationship where um, we know each other really well. Yep. And I know what you need to hear at certain times. And (laughs) mostly it's not, you're right, you suck. Yeah. Right. And why can't you just do better? And how come you can't train as hard as I'm training? Like, what would what would that do for our relationship? First of all, I don't even feel that way. Second of all, I would never present it to you that way, especially publicly. I think I think there have been both there have been times when both of us have come to each other, um, with issues we have with each other, but never on the podcast because that's not the (laughs) arena that we do that on. Yeah. So what what Greg Montana I think was uh interpreting as me cutting you slack was actually me knowing what what you did and what you didn't need to hear at that point and saying right. the things that would encourage you and push you forward instead of being a total a-hole to you yeah so on on the other end of this is Aaron right and she knows how freaking hard I'm working all the time yeah um and you know a lot of times it isn't in the running arena mm-hmm. um I, I kind of have a feeling that at different points in this in this running journey together that that you've gotten a little bit more into it sometimes. Yeah, sure. And gotten a little bit more. I, mean, I still get really excited about it. It's not that I don't. Mm-hmm. But there have been times, specifically the Madison marathon right. or half marathon time, mm-hmm. where I was barely running at all. Well, and you did a 215. Yeah. And uh, th- that's a weird that's a weird example. Because uh-huh. we didn't even know what we were doing next at that point. Yeah. Um, and so, and we weren't keeping each other accountable. Right. I mean, you can go back. That was like one of our point five seasons, remember? Uh-huh. Um, I didn't even tell you I was trading for the half marathon, which I don't think I'll make that mistake again. We have since found that that's not the best course of action. But the yeah. more we know about the other person training, the better. Definitely. Yeah, there, I guess I guess there are times where you have just kind of excelled and I've... uh. Just kind of kept it at the cocky eleven minute mile. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but 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 I guess that's what that's what hurt that what made Aaron feel bad was just that she knows that uh, that our lives are really deep and rich and full of lots of things. Right. And so are yours, or so is yours. It's just uh, you know I think in in some regard you've gotten more into this than I have. Mm-hmm. Sure. A little bit. 
Yeah. And that's totally cool. That's what two friends do, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, um, I still feel great about where I'm at. You know, I'm, I'm trying to be disciplined, trying to keep working. Um, but so here's what I wanted to say about my reaction to this, because mm-hmm. I, I just want people that are out there to imagine getting an email like this, which is not that big of a deal. But just you're at 1 a.m. and you're feeling super depressed and then you read something crappy about yourself that you kind of already thought. Well, I, I think it's a bigger deal than you're saying right now. I mean, so like Hack Reddit and he could yeah. not believe how how huh. we would be feeling afterwards. Oh. He was like, well, this, this is brutal. So I, I think – so again, this guy came back the next morning and apologized. Yeah. Um, But still – what especially because of the proximity to the race for you. I was like, yes. when I read it, I was like, Oh no. Yeah. See, that was one of the worst parts was that it was within 36 hours of me running a half marathon. Right. Where my farthest one run had been 9.4, which was three weeks before. Yeah. And I was feeling super depressed that night. <laughs> um, but even by the time I talked to you in the morning, I was already feeling pretty good. Yeah. Um, but, but even Alex, um, I called him just to talk to him about some random stuff. Well, not about random stuff, to talk to him about his new baby boy. Right, yeah. And he was like, dude, how are you taking that? You know, and I was like, oh, I kind of forgot about it already. Uh, but what I wanted to say is my my first reaction mm-hmm. was like, screw you, dude. Yeah. Like, screw that. And I was mad and depressed. And I don't think there's anything unusual about that reaction. Yeah. I would say most people I give criticism to, and I give pretty healthy criticism to, that's their first reaction. And here yeah. we're talking about something that's a little bit in your face and cutting. So I right. was not surprised at all that that was your first reaction. Yeah, that's that was like the gut. And, and, and it was also like, I quit or I'm going to go run a, like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, 50-50, quit and do <laughs> <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> right. What I really wanted to do was go run like a one and a half hour half. <laughs> and then I was like, that's impossible. <laughs> but instead I, you know, made a PR and, and felt great. But, you know, I definitely used it as fuel in my run. Right. So that was my question for you. Like what, what have you taken from it? That's positive. Um, what, what hit home for you and what, what do you feel like is, has made you better since this? Comment? Right. Well, just, just my initial response was screw you, mm-hmm. mad, depressed, all that. And then, but I know deep in my heart that I was like, you know, I'm not working as hard as I want to. Mm. And there was total truth in there. Yeah. And so I think that's what I want to try to impart in all these criticisms and whatever's mm-hmm. to people is a different way to react to things. Right. Right. Take the things that you need to with a grain of salt, but then take the things that you know deep in your heart that makes you have that screw you response. Right. Probably if you're if you're reacting that negatively it's probably because there's some truth in it yeah and you need to examine yourself and that that's a hard thing to do i think because yeah. you're dealing with your own emotions right and and then and then because we naturally are too hard on ourselves you can't go too right. far that way yeah and, and so i don't know i i think um it helped me think through how we relate pretty well actually yep. and um you know there there is some truth to the difference in our in our training uh, yeah. and I'm not quite sure what to do about that, but it's, it's never been something that I've been upset about. And right. and I felt like he, this guy, Greg in Montana was almost like, 
trying to trying to stick up for me. Mm-hmm. But that's not what I, I don't I don't care. I think we both have been training in the way that we can, and when we make this announcement at the end, we're going to be trying even harder to be in a similar place. Um, and so I feel like that's what I took from it was you know that that's true, but not a, but I don't interpret it in the way that he is interpreting it. And I love how he said, guys, feel free to delete that comment immediately because yeah. he felt so bad. And you know what? I responded to him that that's part of the narrative of this season. Right. So, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a big it's, yeah. it was a big like I knew I thought, uh oh, then I thought, OK, this could be big for us. Yep. The thing I most appreciate about his um, apology was that he said he wished he had phrased it in the form of a question. Here's mm-hmm. something I noticed. Is this true? But instead, he accused us of yep. having intentions that we didn't have and doing things that we weren't doing and then exaggerating things that weren't true also. <laughs> right. So, Greg Montana, we're not mad. Uh, nope. It was an amazing apology he sent us. To, he sent us, um, And actually, I think like what you're saying, this has actually made us reevaluate some things that I think is going to be really great for this season. Yep. I, I actually like, I, I like Greg in Montana. Me too. He's a, he's a coach, I think. Yeah, he is. He says, I am a coach, and I'm obviously passionate about pushing yourself in healthy ways, and I think I went overboard here. And that takes, I mean, that takes a lot of integrity, I feel like, to admit that. We'll meet him someday, and we'll we'll uh, buy him a Culver's Butterburger. <laughs> and then ask if he wants to spank us. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. Slap. <laughs> All right, dude, there's one more that we want to read. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think this one hit me the hardest because it's from a longtime listener, a longtime yep. commenter, Brian. And it's a very interesting comment on iTunes, and it's called Season 3, Missing Something. Mm-hmm. Two stars. And he starts, yep. as the usual, as usual, by telling us how much he loves us, basically, yep. how much he likes the podcast. He even um, says that we remind him of the old Bing Crosby and Bob Hope buddy movies. <laughs> Yeah. So I was like, ooh, great review. Why'd you give us two stars? <laughs> yeah. But then he goes on. He says this. The first two seasons were entertaining and fairly informative in their own way. Now, in season three, there seems to be something missing. The episodes are much more about their weekly lives and less and less about running. They provide updates about their training, but the spirit of the podcasts have changed. Here, here's the interesting part. Maybe as a member of the Gomer Nation, I am less engaged this season because they have done this before in the past we were proud of them when they achieved a distance or race they never had before now the races are almost a monthly occurrence for them and the advice and information is sparse at best um so he suggests people go back and listen to our first two seasons which which is i mean that was so interesting to me because he says he loved the first two seasons he still really likes us um but the in his words this season the sub five strive has been missing something i mean first of all Yes. I feel like this season has been really fun so far. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> like, I love it. Uh, tons of different things have been happening. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I kind of feel like that's a little bit of a metaphor for just running in general, though, that he's talking about season three missing something. Yeah. Kind of like it's our third year at right. doing something. Yeah, I totally agree. You know what I mean? Yep. So wh- what do you think about that? I-, I feel like when I was reading this, I was like, this is what happens, dude. Like, we are continuing to relate to the runner 
Uh-huh. Now that we have done these two big things, half marathon and marathon, and now we're kind of in this third year of running. Yep. Um, yep. And I wouldn't say it's a plateau and that no we're way. getting cocky about our 11-minute mileage. <laughs> um, but I would say that he's right about that there is this new – a different kind of feel this season because we're trying to find new things. We're trying yep. to We're trying to challenge ourselves in new ways. Because we've been doing this for a while. And I feel like every runner that has been doing it for this long feels that way. You know, it, it's not new anymore. Right. It, it's, it's one of those things like after we finished the first marathon mm-hmm. and we're deciding to do another one, it's like, man, now I know what we have to put ourselves through. Right. Exactly. So it's like coming back to it, it's, it's almost a harder decision to do it again. But, but maybe it's not as funny. I wonder, I wonder if that's Brian's main problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't had a story like the first time I ran in khaki shorts and almost threw up after taking 20 steps in front of that lady with her stroller. Uh, right. Th- those stories are fewer and uh-huh. f- and further between, uh-huh. farther between, yep. because yep. we're getting to a point where we're seasoned runners. Like those are his words. So um, I don't know. I I still feel like I'm proud of where we are. I feel like we're challenging our we're challenging ourselves in new ways and he he phrases it as that season three is missing something i feel like it's just different right i agree but since we're talking about missing something mm-hmm. we um should, should we get to our announcement dude yeah why don't we play the jingle take a breather and on the other side of that we'll come back with the big announcement in response to all this started talking about even how we were feeling different about the season so far and some things that we felt like we might need to change we started that conversation at our gomer's night out remember <laughs> yeah pf changs pf changs and that, the that... funny thing that we didn't get our fortune cookies oh yeah all right? the fortune cookie talk and we didn't even get fortune cookies but we did have a humongous table full of food yeah, we didn't need those extra calories from those cookies. <laughs> right. <laughs> but anyways, um, I looked at you. Do you remember? Yep. I, I don't know. Maybe you can tell what happened. Okay. Well, let me first. Okay. So if people were listening to the very opening of the podcast, mm-hmm. right? Listening closely. Listening closely. You said 19 weeks to the race. I did. Hmm. Interesting. Atlanta isn't in 19 weeks. It's not. It's much right? closer than that. Yeah, it's in, what, eight weeks? Yeah, something like that, seven or eight weeks. Yeah, so basically we sit down at P.F. Chang's, mm-hmm. and you're like, dude, um, 
I don't know how you feel about this. And right then I knew what you were going to say. It was like, uh, Anthony, I have something to tell you Sheep- <laughs> sheepishly. <laughs> and I've been that sheep before. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. But I knew I had to tell you. Right. Okay. So what did you say? This was bef- even before the criticism. Right. 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 But oh, these, yeah. so these criticisms kind of cemented this in, um, in my heart. Mm-hmm. Yep. But what I said to you was, I think it would be a much better idea, and we'll tell the reasons in just a second, for us to push back and do the Minneapolis Marathon again, mm-hmm. instead of doing the Atlanta Marathon. You know, at, yep. at that point, my main reasons were, um, I'm freaked out about my winter training. Yep. Because, seriously, it's so hard to train in the winter up here when it's snowing. I, I bet, yeah. Um. And please, listeners, don't see these as lame excuses because they're for real. The, the The other thing that I was thinking was it would be nice to run a marathon we've already run. Yep. Um, And to stay with people we've already stayed with. And, you know, if we're going to challenge ourselves more not to go to Atlanta where I've never been and where I hear is super hilly. And yep. we've had several comments about that. Like, dudes, are you sure about Atlanta? You might right, not want to yeah. do that. And yep. so I was just feeling like we will have much better success if we do the marathon that we've already done before. And if I have time in the spring to train hard instead of being frustrated about winter training the whole time. Right. I, the, the, the motivations for me. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to tell you this, this thing that I told Aaron. I, I think it was even November. Okay. I, and, and I never told you, but I was like, Aaron, I guarantee 95% that we're going to run the Minneapolis marathon this year and that we're not going to run Atlanta. And I never told you that. And it wasn't like a self-fulfilling prophecy or anything. Right. It was just that I just, I knew something was going to happen. Yeah. Um, well, and uh, you know, let's hope nothing else happens, <laughs> Right. but I think, and, and so I've been really worried about the Hills as well. Yeah. Like, like you've said, people have, have sent us like, guys, this is one of the, one of the more hilly races. Right. And so maybe you shouldn't do a speed goal on this yeah. really difficult marathon. Yeah. yeah. Not that you shouldn't run it, but right. this might be a hard one to make a PR on. Right. Uh, but then also, we're, why were we even going to Atlanta? It was specifically just because of a date that well, worked. Yeah, it, the date worked. And then there was a little bit of like revenge in my heart about it. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but I mean, originally, it was the why? date. It, it was, was just the date. Yeah, we we were like... And I think because we didn't want to do the podcasts interminably. You know what I mean? That is the other thing. Yeah. So uh, th- that's yeah. that's kind of a wrench in the works of pushing it back, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. So those yeah. are my initial reasons for doing it. Yeah. Um, but I got to tell you, since since these criticisms and think, since talking to you about it a little bit more um, yeah. and thinking through it clearly, I also think it will be a really great chance for us to reset after the half marathons yep and train in a way that i think is going to make us proud yeah i agree to step it up in the way that i think these people the underlying message that these people have for us is they want us to step it up they want us to train hard they want us to train well they want us to take risks they want us to be disciplined as we've talked about and i feel like we're not going to be able to do that well if we need to run the marathon in less than two months but if we push it out to june the second half of this season is going to be killer so i'm excited about that so 
so this is where the nation gets involved, okay? Right. Uh, I mean, people need to remember that we're just normal people. Mm-hmm. We're just totally regular people, even though we're in your earbuds right now. <laughs> right. Um, you know, and your and your eardrums are bouncing because our vocal cords are are going into these little hypocardioid microphones. <laughs> um, no, vibrating. What what is it that vibrates inside the ear? It, what what it what is it's that little it's that little uh bone aren't those the tiniest yeah, yeah. bones in yep, your body and your ear that's true yep looks like a little timpani a little kettle drum so we're vibrating you right now <laughs> that doesn't sound right at all dude <laughs> no. you know and so we're we're taking all these criticisms we're trying to do better and better mm-hmm. but what what people have have said to us and remember last season when we ended with a dare right dare you to move yep uh we want people to come and run the minneapolis marathon or half marathon yeah uh you can't do both because it's at the starts at the same time right and we want them to come and uh not necessarily do it with us so we were talking about this last night this is a very new development right but we were thinking if we're gonna push this back that gives people time to train with us yep like in a real way I mean, yeah. to train with us every week and to actually come and join us at the marathon. And yep. we've, we've gone back and forth on, like, will they run with us? We're not making decisions about that right now. All we know is we are running together. You and I run together, and we're setting yep. a pace. Um, but we figure if we're pushing it out this far, a great thing to do would be to make an official challenge to people to actually yeah. come and join us in what could be the largest Gomer community run ever yeah so it's sunday june 6th right minneapolis marathon or half marathon yep and everybody that's listening to this you have just under six months Mm -hmm. to prepare maybe five and a half months to prepare yep 19 weeks 19 weeks that is plenty of time to literally go from couch to half marathon yep right yeah, and I think it's cool because not not all marathon and half marathons start together in cities. Right. This is yep. kind of a unique one where we'd all be able to start together and then yep. people could do the race based on their level of fitness, yeah. you know? Yep. And and how they want to be challenged. So there it is. Move that bus. Yeah, move that bus. June 5th, I think it is. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. June 5th, 2011. We want to officially invite people to do with do it with us. You know, I I think that might be the missing something. There it is. Um, that we are gonna we're taking a step back slash forward, <laughs> right? <Yep. laughs> um, right. To make sure we're disciplined and taking good risks and training hard, and also this element of doing it as a community. I feel like that's very different than we've done in the past. Plus the speed goal. Yep. So um, all these things are new and exciting, and I think people are really gonna like them. So who's gonna do it? Who's gonna step up? Who's yep. going to right now say, you know what? I will run a half marathon in 19 weeks in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll run the marathon in 19 weeks. I, I, you know, there might be zero. There might be 100. Um, all we know is we're going to do it, and the invitation is there. Yep. And um, there are certain people that we know that we're going to pressure into doing it. <laughs> yeah. But everyone else, um, you know, I, I guess I won't say there's no pressure. I feel like it's good to have a little bit of pressure. This is a, a real call out. Yep. We want people to not just listen to the podcast, but to act on it. We dare you. Mm-hmm. 
Sweet. Cool, man. I think it would be really cool if there was a true Gomer presence, like that was noticed. Yeah, that would be awesome. In Minneapolis. Oh, man, I'm getting excited about it. Yeah, me too. All right. So with all that said, a very important Monday survey this week because it has a lot to do with this and it needs to be fast. Yeah. We are looking for a really great 19 to 20 week marathon training schedule, preferably with some speed work in it. Mm -hmm. So hills or pacing or fartleks in in it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And we'll talk more about training uh, coming up here, but we are looking for your suggestions. Maybe if you've done this before. Um, where you needed this extra challenge. Basically, you want to get this on the website soon so that people that are responding to this challenge uh, will do it with us. And we'll also put a half marathon training up there also for people that choose to do the half marathon with us. So what is the best marathon training you've ever done or you've ever heard of or maybe that you're doing right now, 19 to 20 weeks? We need to hear that now. And we'll put out a mini-sode next week where we reveal what that that training will be. So people know and people can get started with us. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's even coaches listening. Yeah. You know, Greg in Montana. Yeah. So <laughs> we need to hear from you again. I'm pretty sure he's probably listening. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. So that would be amazing. Get people mm-hmm. training with us. Yeah. Uh, the missing something that'll be that'll be hit out of the park right there. For sure. So. Yeah. So there's tons of ways to contact us about that. As usual, go to our website, twogomers.com, and you can comment right under this podcast. You can also go to Facebook. That's probably the best place to do it. And we'll put this question up soon on Facebook so people can see it. Just comment on there. Look us up on Facebook by putting in Two Gomers, and you'll find us there. Follow us on Twitter, at Gomer1 and at Gomer2. We're there constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, send us an email if you have – even send us a link on email. That would be great. Twogomers at gmail.com. And then finally – Feel free to leave us another comment on iTunes if you so desire. That would be awesome. Sweet. Well, that was a very self-reflective episode, dude. I think we need those once in a while. Yeah, that that that, that almost could have been one of the one of the special episodes or something. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we can we can uh, make people pay for that. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> right. <laughs> Here, pay for this episode about criticisms of ours. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so t- just uh, one quick thing to close. Actually, two quick things. Mm-hmm. Y- you want to go with the first one? Yeah. You know, we've pushed it back several months now, the marathon. Yep. Just to review, June 5th, 2011, you're invited to the marathon. Yep. Um, we should start a Facebook and- group for that, a Facebook event. Perfect idea. Let's, Let's do, it. do it. Okay. Um. So because of that, and because we kind of overextended ourselves recording-wise during the holidays, I think. hmm Right, there were like ten episodes in two weeks or something. <laughs> right. We did. Yeah. Um, we're gonna take a small hiatus to uh kind of get ourselves together, start this training well, do it, and have time to do it. And we're gonna come back at the end of February. Mm-hmm. So I know for some people that's disappointing, but it's just something we decided we needed if we're gonna be putting out as many episodes as we're going to now and doing the marathon at Ju- on June fifth. So. Um, we'll probably most likely put out some little things once, once and again, mm-hmm. especially when we find out about our training, Yep. but don't expect another full episode until the end of February. Right. If anybody's mad about that, talk to Aaron and Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> they want our time back. <laughs> Good word. <laughs> we listen to what they say. That's true. And they have humbly requested 
that you not hear from us again until the end of February. So <laughs> we shall comply. Right. Uh, especially because they're going to have to deal with us for another <laughs> months and months doing this. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. And finally, then, yes. everybody, everybody knows probably that we love the Ricky Gervais show, like probably the best podcast ever a big inspiration to us even though i wasn't thrilled with his performance at the golden globes i must say right yeah uh, well did you see him on piers morgan i haven't I, it's on my dvr i haven't watched okay it yet. did you, he defend himself you gotta watch that interview okay um that that might help ex- explain some of it but All right. i wasn't a hundred percent huge fan of that either definitely yeah. uh and uh but Anyways, all, all that I really is, felt for those super rich celebrities. That I know. He was well, that's of. that's what he kept saying though. He was like, "Come on, guys! <laughs> like, these are the most beautiful rich people in the world. <laughs> they don't need your pity, right? They can't take some ribbing like the Gomers can. <laughs> <laughs> they have to record an over an hour podcast to talk about it, dude. Imagine if Ricky Gervais ribbed us. Like, we probably would quit." <laughs> Or feel honored. I don't know. Yeah. Well. Either one. Uh, he, he definitely probably wouldn't have a lot of great things to say about our Christian beliefs. <laughs> That's true. Uh, for sure. But, but we still love you, Ricky. Yep. But anyways, uh, his, his co-star on that on that podcast, uh, Carl Pilkington. I mean, like, mm-hmm. basically the, the whole reason that the podcast exists. Yeah. Uh, just finally, they're releasing his new show in America. Yeah. Called an idiot abroad. Yeah, stateside. Um we've been, you know, figuring out how to watch it online. Yes, creatively. Um but it's finally on Science Channel HD on Saturday nights, I believe it's called An Idiot Abroad. If if you do or don't run the Minneapolis Marathon or half, you have to watch this. (laughs) Okay. Way to relate it to running again yeah. for, for our critics. <laughs> there is one part where they show him kind of doing some exercising. Okay. Uh, but cool. I honestly think probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Super funny. Bad news, though. What? I don't have Science HD. Dang it, dude. Dish Network. Why God? <laughs> yeah. That was small why God hashtag. <laughs> right. Bummer. Well... It's on oh, my well. DVR, so if you ever come out okay. here. Yeah, good. Um, Yeah, but I I did catch a couple episodes of it. Super funny. Yeah, unbelievable. So there you go. Gen- genius slash idiotic. Yeah. My favorite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's It has both tags that you're interested in. Right. <laughs> Is this genius and idiotic? <laughs> then sign me up. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, um, good reflective episode. Yep, I had fun. I cannot wait to find if there's some good response to this. I hope people come and sign up. I know, that would be awesome. Sweet. So, great way to end our first half of the season. Yep. Um, I'm looking forward to the start of the second half of the season in late February. Cool. All right, dude. Have a great week. Hey, you too. Happy running. Happy running.